So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day. Howard C. Richmond reviewed us on the Real Estate Rockstars Facebook group. He says, Pat is cool as it gets. <laughs> Thanks. Absolutely great information from many different real estate rock star agents. Extremely informative. Much a hollow. Howard Richmond, Richmond, really, Hawaii, Honolulu, Hawaii. Thank you, Howard, for the five-star review. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. This episode is brought to you in full by Rebus University, the future of real estate training. Go now to www.rebusuniversity.com and use the coupon code ROCK for 20% off your first course. Double your commissions now with Rebus University. Okay, Rockstar Nation, I have a great guest today from Seattle, Washington. I got Mr. Ed Lane on the line. Ed has been here before, but it's been about 200 episodes, and he always has one of the most highly downloaded podcasts organically, just because the stuff that he says is so impactful and so detailed, and uh, Ed is just so generous with information he gives out to our industry. So, Ed, thank you once again for coming back on Real Estate Rockstars. Hey, Pat. Happy to. Always enjoy chatting with you. Ed, why don't you give everybody a little rundown on yourself and your company and all that good stuff so they can get to know you better? Yeah, happy to do that as well because we actually went through a bit of a rebranding and name change. So uh, oh, cool. this will come as news to folks. Uh, we are now called Hometown Advisor Real Estate. It's uh, uh, still based in Seattle. We have a couple offices now, and, and we kind of rebranded so we could start growing. Um, but personally, I've been in the industry uh, since 1987. I'm embarrassed to say. No, I'm proud to say. Uh, That's when I started too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they've kind of done it all. But my, my claim to fame has probably been one of the top um, REO brokers in the state here in Washington. And we use that success to kind of grow our business up to where we now have close to 100 brokers. And, and it really, if, if you ask the market who I am, they'll tell you I'm a kind of a distressed property guy. But the truth is, we are lead gen gurus. I mean, we're, we just generate whatever business is growing. So I've sold hundreds of millions of dollars for hedge funds. I've sold hundreds of millions of dollars for banks and servicers. And I've sold hundreds of millions of dollars for retail and luxury buyers and sellers. Wow. And, and so what was your company called before you just changed the name? It was Miller Lane Properties. Right, right. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and you just wanted to depersonalize it, so you, your name wasn't on it. 
Yeah, yeah. We kind of restructured it uh, so that we could start selling branches and franchises. And oh, we figured okay. shift to a, a brand name that might have some some equity, you know, outside of this market. Whereas Miller Lane is pretty well known here in Seattle, but nobody knows us outside of here. So have you sold any franchises? We've sold our first, Pat. Oh, you did? Congratulations. <laughs> we, just, we just went through the rebranding last year and uh, sold our first one. And so this year we hope to sell five more and we'll We'll see how it goes. Now, did you sell it to someone you know, or are you going to franchise conventions, using franchise brokers? Like, what's your what, what's that process like? Because that's something we haven't talked about on this show before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, done a lot of research about how to do it, but to be transparent, sold the first one to somebody we know. So okay. it was a, a guy that was a, an agent within Miller Lane Properties that wanted to do his own thing, and, and it was really important to us to – to always have a kind of a clear path for brokers, wherever they wanted to get to, we wanted them to see that they could get there with us. And that was a weakness for us. We didn't have a, a road to a branch kind of model. So, um, so we set that up and we sold the first one to him. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, cool. So how many agents do you say you have now at uh, not Miller Lane, but the, the new, what's the new oh. company hometown? Hometown Advisor Real Estate. Hometown Advisor Real Estate. What's yeah, it look so, like now? So we have close to 100 hometown advisors here, uh, about 75 of them here at the main office and another 20 at the new uh, franchise, which is also here in the Seattle markets. Oh, wow. And what is your role? So I'm the designated broker and I do most of the training, uh, kind of oversee operations, implement systems, make sure that agents are successful um, and help them, you know, grow to whatever size they want to grow to. And do you touch any deals yourself? I do. I still sell houses. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So would you say if you had to define yourself, are you more of a, like your, your main office, is it more of a teamerage, which is kind of set up like a big team Yep. Or is it more of a brokerage, which is set up more as a, you know, as, as a traditional real estate company? I don't know if you'll like my answer because we're, we're a hybrid of actually both. Yeah, we yeah. have both those models going. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting conversation really because I'm, I wonder if even either exists because yeah. they're really starting to meld together. But I want to I hear what you have to say about that. So what we designed... Um, I, I consider it to be a teamerage because we have inside sales. We generate leads and we book appointments for people that are on our team mm -hmm. and those get paid at a different split. Um, we also have independent brokers that don't get company appointments and don't care to, and that's fine too. We've got a, you know, an, an economic model, a commission model that works for them and they can do just fine as well. Um, what we really do is sort of present a, a menu and go, okay, you, you can join our firm and I can teach you how to sell 100 houses a year. I personally have sold over 200 multiple times, so I can show you that way. If you want leads, we have a model for that too. We have a, um, you remember from our last uh, conversation, we have V4 software. I don't know if you remember that part of it. Um, a little bit, yeah. That has a clean lead feature. So there's about 16 brokers in our firm that when a new lead gets generated, it's sort of round robined to those 16 brokers. And with three clicks, they can be on the phone with that, that lead. 
So that's another level of involvement for a broker. And then the, the next one beyond that is booked appointments. So if you're one of my brokers, you could wake up tomorrow morning and have a, a listing presentation in Bellevue and two buyer presentations in Seattle and, and you're stoked because you didn't do anything to generate that opportunity, but you know exactly what to do when you go meet with them. And then there's team leaders and branch owners beyond that. So um, that's why I say it's sort of a hybrid because you have the, the team model in my mind would be anybody that gets their business from us. That's they're on my team, right? And then yeah. that only represents maybe less than 25% of our total headcount. So the other 75% are just using our tools and they, they all have V4 software as well. So they use that to generate their own leads and their own appointments. So this is interesting because in the past, you know, teams have been built out of brokerages. So you'd have a brokerage within a company and, and the agents would always say, yeah, I'm kind of like a, comp a small company within a big company, right? Yeah. But now the company itself has a team. So do the agents ever think, or how do you handle it when they just think, oh, no, I don't want to compete. I don't want to create my own team that competes with my broker's team. Yeah, that's a great question. And it, it actually isn't as – it's not hard to deal with if you have a selfless culture. Like, okay. like I that. genuinely, in my heart of hearts, I want all my brokers to win in whatever they define as a win. So back to your question, if, if – Joe Broker wants to build the Joe Broker team within Hometown Advisor, he's absolutely welcome to do that. He can, he can even take advantage of our lead model or our booked appointment model to help grow that team and attract people. At the same time, I'm going to teach him how to generate his own leads. And, you know, because there's, there's a couple philosophies in teams. One is you bury the, the team members so that they can't go away. They've got so much business they can't afford to leave you. Yeah, I like that, right? And so we, we want to help that Joe Broker, in my example, build out that team. Uh, we support that team and deliver all the training and support to the team members. So Joe Broker doesn't even have to be an expert. All we ask is that he be familiar enough with our systems and our tools to be a, a resource for the team. But, but we deliver training five days a week, over 14 hours of training a week is available to people. So if you're a team leader and a, and a team member comes to you and says, I, I don't know how to do fill in the blank, you're never more than six business hours away from being able to put them in front of me. And so you just go, yep, great question. Ask Ed tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox 
to 444-999. That's Toolbox to 444-999. So let's. I want to talk to you a little bit about um, systems because you're a systems guy. I remember from our past conversations, we always talked about systems, and and I know you have multiple systems. Before the call, we talked about your your personal systems. Uh, you have systems uh, that the agents use, and then you have uh, systems for your brokerage, right? That's right. Yeah, exactly. Which one do you want to talk about first? Well, the one that got the biggest giggle out of you was probably the the one when I said I have a video called uh, staying organized in a disorganized real estate world yeah tell me about that and that's like personal organization and it's a if if your um, listeners want to go to my YouTube channel they're certainly welcome to it's all in there and it covers everything Pat from how I organize my hard drive to how I organize my desk to um, how I use Evernote to maximize everything and organize everything plus you know google drive and google or uh, dropbox i mean i'm i'm what you probably are as well which is an early adopter so i'll i'll get my hands on an app and figure out what it does and figure out if it can help me and if it can i implement it and if i can't i chuck it and i've done that you know my whole career so now i've gotten to the point where you know you, you never feel like you're you're fully organized, but I have agents that think, you know, I'm a God when it comes to being organized because I can always lay my hands on whatever it is I need to get, you know, a okay. whole. So let, let's get some specifics. So like, how do you use Evernote to organize and, and what do you use it for? So uh, are you familiar with Evernote? Yes. Okay. So for your listeners, if they've probably heard of OneNote and some of these other tools, mm-hmm. Evernote. Yeah, or just, Notes or like an iPhone comes with Notes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So Evernote's just a branded uh, sort of alternative to all that. The way I use it is I have a, a folder tree within Evernote that is, uh, it mirrors my calendar. So a folder tree within Evernote that mirrors your, you're going to have to explain that. So uh, if you looked at my calendar, you'd see that I use time blocking, right? So I'll have windows of time for lead gen, windows of time for training, windows of time for everything that I do. And then in Evernote, there's a coordinating folder for every one of those blocks of time. Because what ends up happening is, let's say I meet with Pat Hyben every morning or every Monday morning at 9 a.m., Mm-hmm. And it's Thursday and I get an email about something that I want to make sure I remember to bring up to you when I see you at 9 a.m. on, on Monday morning. Right. So with Evernote, there's actually a plugin that you can use where you just literally click on the email and tell it to put it in that folder in Evernote. And then when we meet, I open the Pat Hyben folder and there's all the notes, emails or anything. It basically creates our agenda for our meeting. And that wow. keeps me from having a desk that's covered with paper. <laughs> right, right. And all the emails are in there and any notes you put in there yourself, uh, yeah. you know, what you talked about last time, uh, all that stuff is in, is in the Pat Hybin uh, note. Exactly, yeah. And then I have a, a, a folder called, just called templates. So if our meeting, like I meet with our inside sales agents every morning. Okay. Well, in, the, in the template folder, there's a, 
a template that's called the ISA agenda. And so I just copy that into today's folder and we run through the agenda and I take notes to it and, and then I archive it in case I need to refer back to it. And generally, what is on an ISA agenda? Uh, <laughs> I, we're actually interviewing right now. So if you're interested, I, I'd be happy to. Uh, but what we do is we cover uh, call counts from the day before, live conversations. We track how many no's you get, how many booked appointments you had, how many appointments were kept. And then we'll go through and actually listen to calls and do role playing so that we can practice and get better at our skills. You count the no's, huh? We count the no's. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a book called uh, go for no. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, Yeah. I've heard of the concept. I don't think I've read the book though. It, it, you, you would be able to read it in about 90 minutes. Yeah. I mean, mean, basically you could read the title basically, you know, no's are good, right? It means you're closer to a yes. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And a lot of people have, you know, a, a successful few hours on Monday morning and then they start to coast. Whereas if you were going for no and you started Monday with three yeses, you're no closer to your no goal. So it, it definitely turns no's into a positive thing, but it also causes you to get more yeses over the course of the week. Fascinating. Okay. Um, all right. So let's talk about your brokerage a little bit. So what, what systems do you have in place for your brokerage? So one of the things that's a big attractor to our firm and why we've been able to grow is that we also own a software company called V4 Software. And V4, you can, okay. V is in Victor, yeah. And people can uh, take a look at a short video on what it does if they go to thev4solution.com. But it is a lead generation system with an incubation tool plus a conversion system, all with a CRM bolted onto the back end. Okay, so so explain that. So uh, if I want to generate luxury listing leads. Yeah, good uh, one. Good one. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's do that. You want to generate luxury listing leads. This is a good arbitrary example, right? Yeah, I like it. No, I love it. <laughs> who doesn't want luxury listing leads? You know, provide exactly. sell in your market, but yeah. So what what an agent would do, or what I would do, is uh, you get unlimited landing pages. So I would create a a few different landing pages, one for probably each neighborhood that has those sorts of listings. Luxury listings in Seattle dot com stuff. Right. Like yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then V four also manages your social media presence, so I can. I can have, you know, um, Laurelhurst is a, is a very nice neighborhood in Seattle. I can have Laurelhurst community page on Facebook. V4 will actually post to it 42 times a week. And then all I have to do is mix in my own voice so that the people in that community start to get to know who I am. It, the system also integrates direct mail so I can touch these folks a few different ways and increase my awareness, my brand awareness. And the, the best part, well, one of the great parts is um, ad retargeting. You're familiar with ad retargeting, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah so the, the irony is if you shopped for golf clubs and then those golf clubs followed you around, well, you were 80% likely to already be planning to buy those clubs. So the ad retargeting didn't necessarily cause you to buy them. Would you agree did, with that? Yeah, yeah, they didn't cause you to buy them. They just made sure that they were ready when you were ready. Were, that's exactly right. They were, they were right you there. When, to somebody else, because there's a ton of different 
golf clubs you can buy, right? And you might Absolutely. remember that you looked at those. You might, you know, just go to another golf club manufacturer. That's exactly right. Now, as a service provider, if Ed Lane Real Estate is following you around, you start to think subconsciously, wow, that guy sells a lot of houses. Yeah, that guy's everywhere. Yeah. Right. And the studies actually say that it increases brand awareness 1,046%. So it's massively impactful for I someone like... Sure. I mean, why would you do a blanket brand ad nowadays? You wouldn't. Spend all that money yeah. to, to target somebody once when you could spend a thousandth of the cost, $3 yeah. a, a day or something or, or less for whatever, you know, chump change to follow somebody around so they can't get rid That's of exactly right. And you know those, if, if you click on my ad retargeting ad that's following you around, those clicks don't cost me anything. It was just the first click, right? As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox, full of items of utility simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox that's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999 that's toolbox to 444-999 You know what? That's true, right? Because uh, yeah. like with Google AdWords, where every click costs. Exactly. With the yeah. Facebook, they don't, right? Yeah, that's fascinating. It's the and that's what our whole... Signed you up for the rest of them. Our whole marketing approach is built on direct response marketing. We don't, we don't mass market anything. So who does that for the agents? Do they do that themselves or is it just part of V4? Or, like it, how's that work? Yeah, so it's all part of V4. Now, you could, let's say you, you were with our firm and you were, you know, generating, uh, you know, 30 leads a week or something like that, and you wanted more, you can add a, a PPC budget if you want, um, but you don't have to. You're going to generate business, you know, we, we, we train a lot on how to generate free leads too, because a lot of brokers, you know, don't have a bunch Everybody of money. Everybody wants free leads, of course. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What, what do you train? Like, what, what? Give me, give me some examples. How do I get free leads? If I'm driving down the road right now, I want to want some free leads today. We'll train you on how to leverage social media. How to leverage social media, right? Okay. We'll what train else? you on how to use Craigslist to generate additional leads. How? I would just post the crap out of listings, and you can't put links in there anymore. But we will. Uh, you you can put a link in. It's just not a hyperlink that they can Craigslist, click on. Craigslist, uh, you know, other agents' listings. If you don't have any of your own, just yeah, you know, just put it in face and uh, Craigslist. Yeah, and it's a numbers game. I mean, we generate probably a listing 
every third post. Or not listing, but I mean a lead. Sorry. A lead, right. A right. lead, every three posts. So why wouldn't you post 30 times today and generate 10 leads for yourself? Yeah. Why wouldn't you just sit there and keep posting? Right. Okay, what now, else? Then I would, I would probably coach you to uh, sort of step up your plan from there because now you're starting to sell some houses. Um, we actually, I created a, a training program called the Top 10 and it wasn't to get into the top 10 of our firm. It was to get into the top 10% of our entire MLS. Mm, and it's, okay. a, it's a training program that basically says, here's what you do every day for the first 30 days of your career in order to set yourself up with getting your sphere organized and productive, getting lead generation organized and productive, and a farm. And so we call that social farming because it's, it's more than just a geo farm. It also includes your sphere and past clients and a social media piece. Mm. In fact, we're rolling out a new enhancement for V4 right now that I think people are going to gobble up because it's exactly what I want <laughs> for my business. <laughs> but it's, it's an outsourced endorsement model. So, so I can increase uh, brand awareness for you as a broker through social media through direct mail, which is part of V4 as well. But a, a very effective tool uh, would be um, like social validation, right? People, if people want to understand Pat Hyben, I am more likely to, to have faith in you if a third party says, hey, he's a rock star, right? Just like when you call me a rock star, that benefits yeah. me, right? Yeah. Well, we've got a, a, a new module for V4 that will do third-party endorsements and testimonials in concert with your social media presence and these other tools. Okay, so how does that work? Like, explain it. Break it down. So you closed a, a sale tomorrow, Okay. right? You'll get, a, as a hometown advisor, right, yep. you'll get a, an endorsement from V4 Software that says, hey, check out, congratulations, Pat Hyben, for selling the house at 1234 Main Street, once again, you've shown why you're one of the top 10 brokers in the area or whatever, you know, whatever yep. we're going to say. Yep. And folks will see that on social media and they'll understand, oh, I might want to pay attention. Wait a, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So this is like the broker congratulating the agent at the broker on Facebook. Yes. Okay. So the broker's patting the agents back on Facebook. So proud of Phyllis Seymour. She just sold, you know, XYZ house. Right, but instead of being uh, Ed of Miller Lane Properties, it's V4 Software. So it's not the broker because we see that all the time, right? Who's it coming from? Like, who? It comes from the software company. I know, but is it, is it Mr. V4? I mean, doesn't it have to have a personality? Does it, if it's, if it's, if it's, yeah, the whole, it'll tie in with being an, a certified hometown advisor, Right. So then hometown advisor becomes a brand that endorses so then individuals. The page hometown advisors congratulates Phyllis Seymour. Right. Okay. So that's the personality is the, the company. Exactly. Okay. All right. Keep going. Uh, what else do you want to know? Well, know? Okay. So that, that all happens automatically. So, so you get endorsements on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Uh, congrats at, Pat Hyben 712, 
you know, for selling the house. So they're, they're constantly being, and then you could retweet it. You can, you can like it. You can, you know, all that. It's all done from hometown advisors. Okay. I'm just starting to understand what you were getting at there. What yeah. about, what about on your team? I guess that's the third level or, or one of the levels of, of, of systems. What kind of, what kind of systems do you have set up how to keep your team straight? Uh, how do you mean? Like, well, keep them all together. Your transaction management uh, software, your any apps that you use as a team to communicate with your agents, that sort of thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I. Uh, no that's problem. An e- that's an easy one. Uh, so, so we actually have uh, an army of coordinators here within our office. So we have actual physical staff that have handle everything from listing input to transaction coordination, closing coordination, that sort of thing. So we've kind of tried to design a system where the agent can just focus on selling houses. And when they put deals in escrow, they sort of throw them over the, over the wall and we run with it to the closing table. Um, we provide them all with signage, key boxes, everything. You, you literally don't have to buy anything to be successful here. And it works for us really well. On the communication side, you know, uh, we use a VoIP phone system. We use Ring Central, if you're familiar with that one. Okay. And uh, that it's actually been a really good product for, for us. Um, did you hear that bell? Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> you like remember I this the platter with dinner on it or something. You remember the Saturday Night Live skit with uh, Christopher Walken? We need more cowbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a cowbell here, so every time an appointment gets booked, it gets rung. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and I told him, I said, I want you to ring it with, you know, some, some, yeah. some oomph. Because <laughs> some people are shy, you know. <laughs> they give it the little jingle. So anyway, sorry about that. Yeah, no problem. Um, but w- as, as you probably know, with these VoIP systems, you can ma- mask what number you're calling from. You can make sure that. Yeah, you know what they're doing uh, nowadays, which I guess uh, all of them can do, I don't know, is they put an area code that is a local area code because studies show you're more apt to pick it up. Like if I get a Las Vegas area code, I ain't picking that thing up. Yeah. But if I get a local area code, and this actually happened to me yesterday, I saw a local area code. Oh, okay. It must be someone I know. But it was like, like a guy in Minnesota, right? And he was masking it with a local ah, area code. So, bastard. Yeah. Did you chew him out? No, I, did. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't pick it up. He left a message. Oh. And then he called me back from his regular one, which I was expecting, you know what I mean? So it kind of backfired on him, but, um, but yeah, <laughs> but I've noticed that they do that now, you know what I mean? To, yeah. to your cell yeah. phone. So you're, it's you're like, uh, it's like that click, you know, with predictive dialers, how you oh, right. yeah. you can tell when it's a dialer and, and you just hang up depending on what mood I'm in, I'm usually hanging up before <laughs> they get on. So, but no, I mean the VoIP phone system just, it, Especially, like you asked earlier about our agenda for the ISA meeting, we listen to recorded calls, and and all of that is made super simple because of Ring Central and and. So okay, so take take me there. Like what? Like how do you know? Certainly, you can't go through hours and hours of phone calls. No, let's, no. Let's let's say I want to do that at home. What do you recommend? Like how do I uh, how do I set up a Ring Central account or or whatever, and then figure out what to listen to and then figure out what to play back and figure out what to discuss. How do you do that? So with, with the ISA model, it's, it's pretty easy because 
you know, our average ISA is going to make somewhere between 80 and 100 phone calls and have hopefully 15 to 20 live conversations, right? Well, there's, there's going to be, you know, 65 calls that are all less than 60 seconds long. So I skip all those, right? Because those are voicemails being left and I don't need to listen to that. So I just look for the, you know, two to five minute length calls. If there's a 20 minute length call, I, I'll listen to that, basically listening long enough to be able to then coach that individual on how the hell did you end up in a 20 minute call? That's not good use of your time. So you just look for the longer calls and then pick a couple that are worth listening with them and coaching them. Interesting. Now, can you do that? Do you do that for your agents too? Uh, I, I don't, but, but we do have calling nights. So when we do those, I'll troll around and listen and eavesdrop and give coaching, you know, that way. Uh, but I don't record their calls because they're doing them on their cell phone. And I guess with the ISAs, if you see like a two-hour gap and they haven't made any calls, you can say, what the heck's going on? And if you see a call that's an hour long, you can say, what's going on? And it ends up being their, you know, sister who lives their in mom. Brazil. Yeah. 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 And it's, you know, it, like any culture, right? You want people to respect the company, but you also want them to feel like they're not being micromanaged. So yes. a lot of this a lot of the systems, it's just helpful that they know that we can or could police them, right? You know, the Christmas holidays is a great example. When, when we all came back from New Year's on January 2nd, I sat down with each ISA and I said, look, you made your first call at this time and your last call at this time, you cheated me or, or you didn't and thank you, you know, whatever was appropriate. Christmas Eve? The, the week between... So from Christmas to New Year's, hmm. I'm not a, a maniac. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Ed. You should have given the week <laughs> off, man. <laughs> I, I worked from home that week, but we were not closed. Oh, you hypocrite. See? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Uh, what about phone apps? Best phone app? You mean besides Bitcoin? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Are you a Bitcoin billionaire? No, no, I'm not. I'm too old, man. When you're my age, you, you're. I have a funny story. I have a friend who is into Bitcoin, and and you know he gave my wife and I twenty dollars of Bitcoin in 2013 just to kind of tell us what it was and show. Yeah. I got it on some app on my phone. It's like a Bitcoin wallet, and I looked, uh, you know, recently with it going up, and it, it's worth two thousand dollars. And um, so I have $2,000, but I forgot the username and passcode. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, this... I mean, it opens up on the phone, right? Like it, it logs in automatically, but I can't. But when you want to transfer it uh, to cash, you need the username and passcode. So I can open it up and it says, oh, yeah, here's your money, Pat. <laughs> just look at it. You just can't spend it. it. Well, good, it's good. So I guess I'm going to ride it up and down and just you know, be a part of it. It started at zero. So you heard about that guy. I think he's in England that had like 82 million on a laptop that he'd thrown away. I did read that. Yeah. <laughs> he threw it away and he has spent like, he's going through an entire junkyard one day at a time, like one dumpster at a time going through trash. Yeah. Trying to find his damn, um, computer i mean how absent-minded is that 
Yeah, yeah. No, it's I'm I'm that's I'm the, that, 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 Quite frankly, that's the problem with it. You know, and I don't mean to hijack a real estate show about Bitcoin, but um, um, the, the rip, problem Pat. with it is you shouldn't be able to. I mean, I guess you could lose eighty-two million dollars in cash, but you know, I I don't know. I mean, yeah, you should be able to find it other than having a damn computer, right? You yeah. should be able to get his money if it, you know, just yeah. just like your two grand. Yeah, exactly. Damn it! Give me my money. Where's my money? Yeah. But uh, yeah, very interesting. I would say app-wise, though, um, obviously I use the Evernote app a ton. I use RoboForms a lot. I don't know if you're familiar with that Tell one. Me about that one. It's just a it's a password saver, like safe. Oh yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, I I I'm struggling big time with the with the password issues. So tell yeah. me, tell me what Robo Saver is. Oh yeah. So uh, Robo Forms will, Roboforms. yeah, it'll load onto your laptop. It'll load on your desktop, your phone, your tablet, and they all synchronize together. And so if I go onto a website on my laptop that I've not been on before and create a new username and password and create a login, it will save it, it'll sync, and then that login will now be on my tablet and my phone. Um, there are other pieces of software that do the same thing. The reason I like RoboForms, though, is it's, it's a macro, right? You know, uh, macros are basically designed to fill in forms. And so I've created within RoboForms macros to fill out, you know, like um, I did a lot of REO. Well, to sign up with a bank for an REO account, you have to fill in an REO application. The applications are all basically the same. So I created a, an account in my RoboForm account that would fill in an REO application in less than two seconds. It just scrolls through the page and fills it in. And then I just, you know, update anything. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. And that, now, now, with regards to the passcodes, if you have to like my bank, right? Every six months, they want me to redo my passcode. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it, it I redo it, then I got to type it in my phone, you know, I mean, so yeah. do, when you redo it, does it memorize that and, and yeah. let your phone know and let your tablet know? Yep. Yeah. It'll, if, if it notices that you're doing a different one for a site that it's already memorized, it'll go, do you want to update it with the new password? And sometimes I'll, I'll fat finger it and type it wrong and it'll think yeah. I'm updating and then I'll say, oh, no, 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 I'm, I haven't changed the password. I just must have typed it wrong. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, that, that, the whole password thing is annoying. Um, um, it, 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 can, it can literally take an extra 20 minutes a day just redoing passwords. What did it change to? Who changed? Especially if you have a team and your team is using the same passwords that you are. Yeah, and they're changing them, and then you're changing them, and then you know. Yeah, no, it's I highly recommend it if if you're in need of one, check it out. I it costs I think like thirty bucks a year, but I've been using it for probably ten years. I mean, Robo it's form. Robo forms, yeah. Okay, cool. What else? Uh, Dropbox. I have a I have a solid state hard drive on my computer, which means it's pretty small compared to a lot of computers. I don't save anything on my hard drive. I do everything in Dropbox, mm -hmm. and that that makes it really easy. I I mean I've been out on boats, out on the lake with people, and forwarded documents and done all kinds of stuff just over my phone because it's all in Dropbox. 
you have like trans uh, per transaction do you keep all the the documents yeah. per transaction in dropbox yeah you can cr you can use whatever naming convention for the folders you want and yeah. so i just do it by client name and oh by client then, name so it's just all in there yeah yeah and if i've sold you four or five houses within your client name folder there's going to be four or five different folders for each of the houses i can remember having to have storage space for all that you know right and, and i can remember actually having you know, companies come out to to scan it all. And I can remember having companies come out to shred it all. The shredders, yeah. Yeah. Those those were the days, man. Well shoot, in in uh in eighty seven the fax machine had just been invented. Mm. And yeah. I remember going, How the hell did you guys survive in this industry without the fax machine before that came? Yeah. Now I laugh. We don't even put fax numbers on our business cards anymore. <laughs> yeah, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people say, you know, I, you, you fax it to me. I'm like, what? I got to go to a store. Right. I, I didn't know how I would. Yeah. No. Faxes went out with Elvis. Um, well, this, is, this has been fun, Ed. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing all this stuff. I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put everything that we talked about today in Ed's show notes. It'll be hybendigital.com backslash Ed Lane, L-A-I-N-E-3, the number Three, because this is his third episode. Every 200 episodes, Ed comes on uh, <laughs> like clockwork. So no. I appreciate that. 200. That means they'll talk to you in, what, six more months, I guess. You crank them out so fast. <laughs> no, that's a good question. How many do we do 12 a month? So wow. 150 a year. So I guess you're about every year and a half. All right. Um, what, um, Ed, what everyone that comes on now brings a free gift, and we put that free gift in hybendigital.com backslash. Ed Lane, the number three, where are you, uh, what are you going to bring us today? We actually have a kind of, it's a little tool that we use to, to analyze a broker's current situation as it relates to all things marketing. Like, how are you doing and feeling about social media? Do you feel like you've got it mastered? Could you use some help? You know, that, that kind of stuff. And it's just a checklist. It allows people to kind of go through and do an internal audit of where they're at. And if they feel they're weak in certain areas, then you go out and get tools or systems or products to supplement that. An and agent we'll, life audit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to rebrand it that, Pat. Yeah, Thank you. Hi, Jack. Go ahead. <laughs> Glad to contribute. Yeah, I like the idea, right? I, I like the idea. The, the old balance wheel, I used to do that for, you know, um, you know, my life is, you know, family, children, music, dance. Um, yep vacations things like that more of a more of a life balance and this is more of a like an agent uh business balance right yeah like the wheel wheel of life that's that's um, a good way to put it yeah okay cool and uh so guys that will be on hybendigital.com uh access ed lane three and also in our toolbox on our agent success toolbox at hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or just text the word toolbox to 444 999 ed thank you so much if i am ever in seattle i will definitely look you up and uh we will break some bread my friend i would love to do it man thanks for having me on this episode is brought to you in full by rebus university the future of real estate training go now to www.rebusuniversity.com and use the coupon code rock for 20 percent off your first course double your commissions now with rebus university thank you for tuning in to real estate rock stars 
please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. I don't care whether it's a one-star review or a five-star review. We eat feedback for breakfast, and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get, the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening, and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben, and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.